0: All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley.
1: And this is Aaron. I'm so sorry. look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we getting
0: this out? welcome back to this week's episode of a, a perspective. perspective i'm ashley
1: and i'm aaron
0: and thank you guys so much for joining us another week we appreciate it as always
1: welcome thank you <laughs> <I> don't
0: <know. laughs> oh <God. laughs> and we- we're already starting <laughs> with the shenanigans um we
1: appreciate it thank you yes we do
0: guys we know you're chilling at home and listening to us so hey thanks for letting us in your home if that doesn't sound creepy the fact anyway. that you're
1: taking one of these 24 hours that you're spending in the house to spend it with us
0: one of their you. 24 hours oh, one of their
1: hours whatever thank you We'll see, guys.
0: All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and get things started. I'm not even going to ask Aaron about business because he ain't got no business. No, but we (laughs) should see how you're
1: doing. How are you doing? At least that.
0: Bored in the house, bored in the house, (laughs) bored. What you just singing (sighs) at? I am maintaining. Um, Therapy is Tomorrow. Praise Black Jesus. Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm You know, I'm making it. I'm still working, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, yeah, man. I'm here. Surviving. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Me too. I'm alive. As far saying, as I know, I'm well. <laughs> as far as I know, I'm alive and well still.
0: Uh... I mean, I did have this little cough. <laughs> it sounded a little dry, but I'm going to blame it on something else. Like, it didn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not claiming... Any of that,
1: COVID. you know, I think many people will be more in tune with their body mm-hmm. moving forward, which is gonna make better, like, which is gonna allow you to make better health decisions. Like, I think it, it, there will be some good that will, you know, come out of this that will have yeah. lasting impacts on people and their relationships with themselves. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I was actually talking to somebody earlier and he was talking about, um, he was asking about his white blood cell count. I was like, What? Like, that's just something I don't think about. But I was like, okay. So that goes to what you were just saying. Like, people are, you know, they're more in tune, man. They're trying to make sure, like, everything is good. Which is good, and especially, I have to say it, in the African-American community, in the black community. Let me say black. In the black community, that's very important, especially with what they uh, just said last week about the high rates of us dying. So, guys, check in with yourself and, you know try to stay safe out here
1: it's crazy i mean it, it's 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 interesting how many people who yeah i yeah i just think it's interesting how many people who thought who think so narrowly so who compart, who compartmentalize a lot of things are recognizing like the connection between a and b and a and z and c and h i'm using a bunch of abcs like you did last week but people are just drawing connections now in ways that they hadn't before because you see one thing affects another thing which which affects another thing and then sometimes it gets to a point where it's out of our control i just said that thinking about what you just said about (sighs) the systemic oppression (laughs) that Mm. certain people experience and how how this is impacting them right because of that Mm -hmm. but i don't know i don't know are you talking have you been having are you like staying in contact with like Friends, family—are you even touching base with people that you hadn't talked to in a while?
0: I'm staying in contact with my friends and family, um, people that I care, people that I care about. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in touch with the people that I care about.
1: Yeah, I got a random—I got a random—someone uh, hit me up on IG that I hadn't talked to in a long time. Like, oh, I didn't even think we were still Facebook friends because I you know i'm social media i'm a social media investigator and so a while back i had looked them up and they were not i could not find them so i thought they you know probably one of their purges got rid of me but they hit me up so so it's which i didn't know what to say beyond the i'm doing good how are you doing
0: i mean y'all ain't y'all ain't everyday friends what else would you say if they hit you up out the blue
1: you're right thank you see Because then I did walk away going, oh, man, am I... Should I be more, like, engaged? Like, this is an opportunity, right? (sighs) Okay.
0: All right, guys. So, we're going to go ahead... Because I'm sure we're going to talk about that later. So, we're going to go ahead and start the show and as we usually do we started with
1: five questions yes as you all know five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little better we ask five questions and they range from funny to sad to thought-provoking and we try to ask them in interesting ways and yeah are you ready
0: i'm ready
1: okay question one Mm -hmm. are you able to be in love with more than one person
0: in love, no. But love I feel like you can be in love with one person and love another person very deeply, but yeah, I just no, I don't believe that you can be in love with more than one person. It's a lot to be in love, so
1: did you say fuck being in love?
0: No oh. <laughs> I mean but no, I say it's a lot to be in love. Oh which is, you know, pretty, I mean, kind of close for me to fuck being in love. Because it's a lot to be in love. But, you know, whatever.
1: I do believe that it's possible to be in love with more than one person. I believe that individuals are multifaceted, have many different layers to them. And at various moments in their life are impacted by different things in different ways, right? So, it's in, so it is possible, I think, given that for someone to... do, You
0: mean at the same time? I'm sorry. Yes,
1: at the same time. At the same time. No. I think I think it's possible for someone to tap into different parts... Of, for more than one person to tap into different parts of you that draw you in and bring you closer to them in the way that makes you fall in love with them. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because it's not... It's, you know... It, it, Laura, we, we, we've you probably said response. this a thousand... We've probably... <laughs> oh, I know you don't. <laughs> we've said this a thousand <laughs> times, but I think it's like you can't help how you feel, but you can help what you do with those feelings. I think the pot, the ability... Yeah, I think it's possible. Now, how you carry that out, how you show your love for someone is a different conversation, right? So
2: Hmm.
1: I think about, okay, I'm going to move on to question two. It makes me think about like situations where people have written in movies where they're married to someone and they love someone else from their past or they really fall in love with someone get married and then that ex from their past falls up and they realize they love them too. I mean, how they choose to carry that out depends on who writes the story, but you know. Okay, Okay, question two. If you knew your sex tape could put you and your family in a Kim K position, would you leak it?
0: No, I don't want to be in a Kim K position. Can, I, can we rephrase it with a different? Because <laughs> no. Would bring um, you a
1: certain level of, of financial security, success, longevity, open, open you and your family up to possibilities that would not have been open before.
0: I'm gonna say no. I was gonna say if you can't see my face in it, then yes, but then how would they pay me if they don't know (laughs) who it is? Yeah, I'm gonna say no because, I mean, money's not worth my um, image, I guess. You know, there are certain things that I'm just not willing to do for money, and that's one of them.
1: Leak it. Leak it. What site do we need it to go on for it to reach the most amount of people?
0: OnlyFans. You up there. <laughs> you know they said there's been a spike in OnlyFans accounts. Let me yes. Let you up there. Leaking uh, sex tapes.
1: They do not just have sex tapes on OnlyFans. There's a range of videos for people to subscribe to based on your interest. I have not. Per- I sounded like I got a, pay- a check from them, but I have not. Question: like you up there
0: getting bitcoins. Oh. Um. <laughs> Did you that- watch Euphoria?
1: Oh, my God. Yes. What? Yes.
0: Cat. Okay. Okay. I thought you oh, did man.
1: That was like. Cat there <laughs> Getting bitcoins.
0: Yes. I can't wait for that to come back.
1: Lord, who knows when our, our shows are coming back after this. I Quest?
0: know. Oh.
1: All right, Hold look. up.
0: Since you said that, just mm-hmm. real quick. Issa, thank you so much for finishing um, filming Insecure before all this. So, I did not have to wait even longer <laughs> than I already did. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Ah, shout out to Issa Ram Production. Mm-hmm. Question three. Okay, this is a scenario. All right. So
0: is this but-
1: question three? Yes. Okay. <laughs> question three. <Sorry. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I had to look at it myself. All right. Scenario. So you're dating someone you've been dating for a while, and all of a sudden, you know, and so in this in the course of dating, you naturally sometimes spend time at their house, sometimes they spend time at your house. And one day you start to real, and we'll just say over the course of time, over the course of dating, you start to spend more time, they start to spend more time at your place. One day a week turns into two days, which turns into five days. And next thing you know, they have pretty much moved into your house without mm-hmm. there ever being a discussion. Mm-mm. If for you, this is not something that you want, you, you know, it doesn't, you, you still want to be with them. You still love them. You still like them. You still want to get to know them. But the idea of living with someone is not, not for you. If you decide to have a conversation with that person and tell them, and they get upset, they feel some kind of way, are you wrong?
0: No, I'm not wrong. That's my space. I pay the bills here. (laughs) Like, it's okay for you to come and visit, but no, no, no. I'm not wrong for saying, and and I have the right to say something. And hopefully I will say something before it even gets to that point when I notice, like, okay, this is a trend, and I'm not ready for this trend to be permanent.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree. I don't think that you are wrong. I do not think that the individual is wrong for bringing that up. I can see how someone can get caught up in the newness of a relationship or even the the peaks of the relationship. And so you seeing them every day, there could be a you seeing them every day at first doesn't register in your brain that it's becoming more of a living situation, a cohabitation uh, versus them just kicking it. And when you finally realize it, whether it's a, a light bulb just goes off in your head or whatever contributes to that light bulb going going off in your head, when you address it, one, I, I just applaud the fact that you that someone has decided to address it. Now, how you address it could be a different conversation. But the fact that you mm. say, bring it to their attention and sh- shit, you want them to start going home? No, they're not wrong.
0: Right. No, yeah. My space. Boundaries. Set them <laughs> up early.
1: How you start the relationship is how it goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though there's some nuance to that too. But question four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Is being right better than sex?
0: Being right?
1: Yes. Is being right, the feeling of being right, better than sex?
0: Oh, it depends. It depends on what I'm being right about. It depends on who I'm having sex with. Like, there are a lot of uh details I need in that. Um I mean, I feel like I would choose. I say this because, one, I love sex. So I'm going to choose sex over being right. But I'm also going to say I'm always right. So it doesn't, I mean, (laughs) I get both. Like, I get both. So, and for anybody out there that's hating on me right now for saying that I'm always right, you're part of the problem. I'm always right. (laughs) So.
1: It sounds like, though. There could be a particular situation, if the setup was right, where you being right in that moment would be better than sex.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But again, I just... I don't... I mean... I'm one of those people... No. Never mind. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah. But I'm gonna stick with sex, because I still feel like I'm always right, so... (laughs) Final answer. Wait, did you say what you would choose, though? No, I was going to say, oh, okay, I, think,
1: <laughs> I think being right is better than sex.
0: You know why you're choosing being right? Why? You know why you're choosing being right over sex. I'm just going to say that. You know why. <sighs> Leaving it at <No>. that question. <laughs> what question we on? You know,
1: I will say, though, I think that there's something to be said for... I wonder if a part of why I think being right is better than sex is because I attribute being right as, like, a boost of ego in that sense, whereas I'm not attributing the 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 satisfaction, the high of sex. The
0: physical feeling, right.
1: Right. That, I'm not necessarily attributing that to ego. And I wonder if you attribute that to ego, right? Like, shit, you, you, you think, one, you how you feel about sex, and then, two, like, you know what you're doing, so that make, that is, like, you being right, right? Like, you knew what you was doing in the bedroom to make it, anyway, I don't know.
0: I mean, but both of them, I mean, either one really, excuse me, is not a lasting feeling, because you can be wrong during the next argument, you know? Or you can be right in that moment, and then you get over it, and then it's like, oh, who cares that I was right? And same with sex. Like, you can just have some bomb sex, for an hour hour and a half but you know a week later that feeling's gone you're gonna need that feeling again so both of them but i think both of them could be yeah ego driven okay huh all right i'm just talking
1: well you know some really good sex can actually have some lasting impacts
0: i mean yes but But, i like that's why i gave it a week
1: Uh, we, no, to, well I'm just defend. saying I, well I'm talking about people who then like see their partner that sexual partner in a whole new light and so how they interact with them moving forward is now changed based on the fact that they've had sex right like they're stigmatized like that is a word right oh, so yeah or winning an argument or w- being right I'm not necessarily thinking always in terms of an argument uh, maybe like you've had a like you had a, a really good day at work where something that you did turned out right right like created like your approach to something at work Got you the kind of praise or accolades or feelings that, you know, made you feel good. So that feeling of being right, you know, there are different ways. Yeah, if we start talking about arguments, that's a whole other conversation. Question five. Okay. Where is it at? Okay, tell me an impact from your past relationship or ex that shows up in your life today.
0: An impact from my ex or what?
1: From your, your past relationship, your ex. Oh,
0: okay. Hmm. Let something, me think about it for a second. Something you know.
1: that relationship taught you, something that happened in it that now impacts your, you know, how you move today. I think for myself, a part of why I am still single, or I think a part of what has contributed to my thoughts around getting into a relationship. No, it is not why I'm still single. I think a part of my thoughts around relationships has been been because of ODU and I think that is something that that relationship uh, left me today Mm -hmm. less it's less as it's less uh, it's not as strong today as it was yesterday but I do believe that there is some remnants of that good bad or indifferent or good challenging good challenging or indifferent still there Mm -hmm. I think that when I think about Legion Legion Hmm. Mm -hmm. That, or Maxima, whatever name. (laughs) Depending on those who are listening, who may know. probably should
0: (laughs) have (laughs) said
2: Maxima.
1: Is it with that? Okay. (laughs) That, that... I do believe that today, I think about what it means to know more about what you want, and to not... Settle is the wrong word, and to not pursue things that are not that. And that interaction, that relationship, made me realize... That you can go hard for a number of things and be the best at achieving it or getting it. And when you do, right, you can go hard after something that you never really wanted, right? And your ego or some other contributing factor can be the motivation behind you getting it but and not you actually wanting to build a relationship or have something with them. I don't know if I said that correctly. But that is sort of what that, that interaction taught me was, and when you, when you know better, you do better. When you know what you want, go for that. Don't just go for what's in front of you. Okay. And those are two things that i think are still true today that's actually something
0: good to take away from it
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't think everything that you take away
0: forward with dating you know
1: yes i think it's 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 good in that in that sense of having more clear vision uh it it probably does present its challenges but what what doesn't have two sides of the same coin so have you thought of something
0: yeah um so i had a whatever i was putting the pieces together Excuse me, and then I thought about this therapy session where I pretty much had the same question and asked to me, "Well, not necessarily anyway <laughs> uh, vulnerability meaning like, as time has gone on and different things or different things have disappointed me from uh, relationships or you know, people that I actually loved and cared about have let me down, it's made a, it's made it harder for me to go through life and let my guard down with other people. Um, Whether it be, you know, friend, family, lover, it just, it took something away for me to, excuse me, wanna be able to let my guard down with people and let people in, especially people that I care about, um, to see a certain side of me because I don't wanna get fucked over again when I let people in. So yeah, I've put up a vulnerability wall
1: does that does that translate to not just does that translate outside of just across the board with people? Let me say that that's across the board. It's just hard for you to let your walls down with anyone. Yeah. And is that existing relationships or are those new ones or both?
0: I think a little of both, Um, and I was gonna say, I've I've noticed it as well, more so lately with friendships. And I feel like once I, not necessarily let my guard down, but when when I've been a certain way with someone, you know, and they kind of take advantage of that, it just makes it harder for me to either allow that person back in or allow new people in to get to know me better, you know? I mean, which I think it goes a lot for, I mean, even though it's work and I don't really need to let people know my personal life, but there are like, I really feel like when people, when I work with people and people that I don't know, it takes me like a really long time to let folks in and actually tell them like the real me, like I really have to feel a good energy from them before I feel like, okay, this, this person is cool enough for me to be me with them, you know? Right. So, yeah.
1: Okay. you know that was a top you know that is a whole discussion right that last part is a whole that could be a minisode or an I ap conversation say, no I'm not right re- for a mini oh i am but I, I, okay just the one thing i think you said that made me the question that brought up that popped up in my head that made me even make that statement was friends that take advantage of you or how friends can take advantage of the friendship
2: oh mm-hmm.
1: that's that's what made me that's what popped that's what stuck out to me the most when you said that Hmm. And that is five questions.
0: And that's five questions. Okay, good questions. Yeah, man, I got a bonus one too, but
1: I was like, nah, we just gonna wait. We just gonna wait. Oh God! By the looks okay. of it, we gonna be in this rona for a while. It's, I, it's, it's, there's gonna be opportunities it. to use it.
0: <laughs> right. Okay well guys remember if you have any feedback about the five questions if you want to answer them if you want to you know let us know what you thought about them or if you want to give aaron any suggestions remember you can reach out to us on instagram at a underscore underscore you can email us a perspective no e at the end and gmail.com or you can find us on facebook a perspective with aaron and ashley And now, (laughs) we're going to go ahead and move on to under my skin. And, as usual...
1: Okay, go ahead. Actually... Do you want me to go? You go. I under my skin. I thought I
0: had something. Damn, I had something. And this week, we're going to switch it up and let Aaron go first. Aaron, (laughs) do you have under my skin?
1: (laughs) I actually... Wrote mine that it's 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 interesting too, like what could get under your skin if you're self isolating other than yourself. Um, oh. <laughs> but I wrote I, I, something down. Go <laughs> ahead. I'm
0: sorry, I when you said that, I made that noise and I realized because you are self isolating alone <laughs> and I am not. So that is a very, to me, just interesting and funny question that you say, What can get on your nerves when you self isolating? And- the other person you self-isolate with like I don't, I don't know I don't know but anyway
1: hmm. those are stark differences in 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 how we're dealing with this <laughs> <That's>... yes um <laughs> uh, well technically I'm not by myself but anyway I am um so I went to the grocery store to get some things and one of the things that I went to go get I've been I've really been looking for grapes. Let me just say that first, too I've been looking for grapes way before we've been in this situation and it's been hard lately to find like grapes that look good Uh, You know grapes that look good that pass the eye test when you're at the grocery store But I finally went to a store one day and they had them and I thought I was like Because um, half green half red grapes, which is sort of what I was looking for I didn't want to have to you know buy two big bags of each so half green half red got home Started to eat them. Next thing you know, I'm chewing. I hear I hear a crunch. Mm. What the? F- so, okay. All right, let me keep going. Maybe, I don't know. Eat the green grapes. Good. Eat the red grapes. I'm hearing a crunch again. I take it out my mouth. There are seeds in the red grapes. Oh, no.
0: Oh, no. Mm-mm.
1: I didn't even realize how much I despise r- seeds and grapes until that moment. It's very moment. annoying. It's very <laughs> like,
0: annoying, especially when they're sweet and you just want to crush like back to back.
1: Nobody wants to do all that work. Like and then touching your hands and putting in your like there's a whole thing that would have to come with that. One, in this moment, nah I'm Gucci. Even if I am in my house, even if I did just wash my hands, like, nah. (laughs) Two, on a regular day I don't want seeds in my grapes. Especially when I buy grapes that I that should not have seeds in them. Right. uh, You know those grapes are still sitting in my refrigerator because I'm not gonna throw them away, but I just have to build up the 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 I don't know, the the umph to wanna go through that work again.
0: I know. I mean, you can kind of do, I mean, you can do kind of like sunflower seeds, you know, where you just, you know, you crack the shell of you're off and then get the speed and then spit the shell out.
1: I tried to do that with half, like half and then maybe squeeze the other one out. But sometimes they're, uh, when they're, they're, they're knee deep in there. Like you got to scoop in. Yeah. Like even yeah. when you cut it in half, there's still a layer over top of it. There's no way. Wh- or you just got to say, sorry. fuck it and just chew and swallow. And that just takes away from the whole excitement of the grapes. <laughs> so. Yeah the whole experience of the grape so that is what got under <laughs> my skin too.
0: that is what got <laughs> under my skin ah oh my god I feel like it's corny joke time but I was gonna say okay Tina what, no. <laughs> I know what got under your skin was something under the skin you know of the grape get the <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm so wow. happy, so wow.
1: what
0: okay oh God! what got under your skin <laughs> Coronavirus No (laughs) Um, I mean So it's really not much I guess to get under my skin Since I'm stuck in the house With not much that I can say up here Anyway So Um What I will say is Similar experience At the store And what got under my skin Is for the past Three weeks During coronavirus I have been trying to get A pack of chicken thighs Because I want to fry Some chicken Like I just want to fry Some chicken thighs (sighs) I went again on Sunday. They had literally three packs of chicken breasts <laughs> in the, in the <laughs> store, and that was it. Like there were no chicken thighs, no legs, no wings. And I just want to know, people, what are y'all doing? Like, one, what time are y'all going to the store? Like, what? Please let me know what time I need to go to the store. What time do I need to get up? Like,
1: are you going when they first open?
0: Yes. See, so on on, on Sunday we were there by eight thirty. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, see, the store I think, opens I up think
1: now I think now you have to start going the day the truck comes in in the middle of the day. Because what I've noticed is that they're not stocking. There's no overnights going on. People are Those people are working when the store first opens. At least that's been my experience going inside Target. Like, they're restocking when the store first opens. So you have to go either at the end at, at the end of that day or you have to go in the middle of that day.
0: See, and I don't have time for that because I'm working. Like, I'm working during the day. And it's going to take me longer than an hour to, you know, if I take my lunch break, it's going to take me longer than an hour to get get to the store and get back. When I go to the store, well, no, maybe not these days, because now I like to get in the store and get out. Like, and Robin don't be playing either. (laughs) The other day, she was like, I can't breathe in this mask. We need to (laughs) go. yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. <sighs> but that's what
0: got into my skin. It's just the lack of chicken. I mean, I've been looking for chicken thighs for the past three weeks and still cannot find it. And I just knew that by being at that store by eight thirty in the morning on Easter Sunday, there would be at least one pack of chicken thighs in that store. And there was not. So
1: people racked up Saturday night.
0: I guess so. I guess so. Oh, speaking of that. Funny moment, I'm sorry. Wait, first, does that wrap up under our skin <laughs> <This
1: week? laughs> Oh, yes, that's all I got.
0: Yeah, see, well, guys, we're not too angry this week. I mean, I guess that's a good thing. Um, but what I was going to say is my grandmother made us do communion on Sunday. Did I talk about that? I don't know if I told you or if I talked about it on the show the other week. But... I mean, you
1: told me. You told me. In, on, oh, I did tell you. Oh, phone. okay.
0: Well, I did my communion. Yes, I just, yes, I did it just, well...
1: Oh, Easter did just right. pass. Yes, okay.
0: Yeah, Sunday. Oh man, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I watched like <laughs> three services. I did I did try to do communion as best I could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All
0: right. Whew. Well, now let's move on to Ooh, you
1: live with, Robin could be playing drums. She could be playing drums for y'all. You live with a musician. Y'all could be having a whole Sunday service choir. Let me stop. All right, go ahead.
0: You know, we actually did, I'm not even gonna front, on Sunday, we actually did have Sunday service, like, we had, we played our gospel music after I did my communion, like, or was it before? No, it was before. It was before we did communion. So we had praise and worship, then we did communion, we had a word, and that was it.
1: Yes. And the
0: word, I mean, I I prayed, but we had, you know, I played, um, I will always say this is my favorite gospel song now that I know the name of it, Calvary, like, Calvary. It sounds, that you, I mean, you normally, um you normally hear on Easter and it starts off with like, Calvary and they hold the note long. but the dude I was telling you about it the um the minister of music used to play it at Gethsemane
1: okay on, I still don't um... I still don't know what song you're talking about but
0: I, you should just if you look it up and listen to it I'm sure you'll know like um you've heard it before I know you've heard it before if I heard it before
1: you Calvary it before. Easter song
0: I mean it's just Calvary like but I always, I've always heard it on Easter like I know I never hear people sing it other than Easter <laughs> I don't know why so maybe I, I mean it does talk about the resurrection like you know so that makes sense now that hmm. I think about it
1: there's a couple up here on Google I'm gonna see when we get off later
0: well listen to the one Richard Smallwood I think yep that's the first one Richard yeah, Smallwood and lady. she killed that yep she killed that
1: and so, it popped yeah. up under Calvary Easter Song
0: Yeah. oh well see I was right about that but yeah so that was fun anyway yes now it is time to talk about what we're watching oof
1: Lord, what are, we, what are people not watching?
0: I was about to say, um, mm-hmm. well, I've watched Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, just pick pick your poison and I've watched it. Now, so this week, what we watched, so I watched some oldie but goodies, all right? So I'm going to start off with Players Club. Everybody knows Players Club. And I realized it has been so long since I watched that movie. Like, but I still remember everything. I always say my only part I don't like is when they in that hotel room. Like I was oh, that part just pissed me still. off. But like, it will it still pisses Autumn niggas in there not doing <laughs> nothing. You're trifling oh fu- ooh, that pissed uh anyway. Um What kind of nail yeah. did
1: Netflix have with them? Because they were promoting at least on mine. That was promoted like nothing when it dropped, Players Club.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> everybody was talking about that strong black lead, the Netflix strong black lead. Jake Page was talking about it. Um, did you see Lisa Ray's video? She put up there, of still doing her little body roll like Diamond.
1: No. <laughs>
0: oh man, people were reenacting scenes from Players Club. Well, I that's just, what, what made I me think about it. Like, that's what
1: made me want to watch it when I saw somebody did a video of the um, part where she walked in. When she, oh lord, that scene, but when. When she first walked in, and she oh, got on the table, every- and she got on the table, all oh, y'all motherfuckers, some, some, something, something. Oh,
0: um, oh, 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 the lady from um, married to Medicine.
1: Married to Medicine.
0: Oh, she did. She reenacted that part too, when she at the stripper when she was at with the white cops.
1: Yes, I didn't know she did. Yes.
0: <laughs> the lady from Quad. I think no, was it no? Not Quad. Not Quad. Ah, I can't is she think a of doc- her name. Is she a doctor? Yeah, she wanted a doc. She's the doc- dentist.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't. Oh heavenly. Heavenly? oh,
0: heavenly, heavenly, okay. <laughs> evil ass. Um, yeah. So, Players Club, Players Club was. I don't know that it, it really is a cult classic. Like it is. I just love it. I can watch, but I can't watch it. Like it's not one of those things I can watch every day. But it's definitely something I can see maybe like once a month and be okay with it. Um, especially because the fight scene. Like I just can't wait to get to that fight scene. Like that was that was real. Like that make, you you felt like. I'm about to beat your ass like did you deserve all of this like whoo. and she was like maybe after i'm done with you i do you like junior did ebony what type of shit is that to say <laughs> like what type of as a woman what type of oh my god that movie I, things that you watch when you get older um, moving on, School Days. I watched School Days, Aaron, and I said I was going to talk to you about School Days because there were scenes in School Days that I do not remember seeing, and it's probably because I didn't seen it on BET or some shit, and
1: what? they didn't
0: cut scenes out. But yet, like, the step show, and I realized, that step show just brought back so many memories where I felt like, you know what, next time... With the alphas on stage? On- the alphas on stage, yeah. yes. I said the next time um, Homecoming comes around, if we're off punishment by that time... I'm gonna take a couple of days off before like the homecoming uh game on Saturday and see if I can go to the step show. Like I would love to see a step show, but be live in person. Like that I remember that excitement from undergrad going to the step show and all of that, and the fashion show. Make, you
1: fashion show. <laughs> Make sure it you remember. Make sure you remember that that the HBCU life.
0: Right. And that and that movie definitely brought it out. But mm. I also, you know, maybe unpopular opinion. The school days was good and I definitely got the message, but Spike.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Spike Lee just, I don't know. He, he makes me chuckle. One, and it's probably because of how, how I am now. I mean, how, how times have changed. Let me say that. The scene with, uh, what was Spike Lee's name on that? I can't think of his name.
1: It's not Peanut, is it?
0: No, it won't Peanut. In um, Oh, my day? God. In school days. I cannot believe uh, I can't remember his, his name. His
1: name was.
0: Um... Damn it. I can't think of it. Anyway, just that means. scene with him and, um, I call her Gina. Half-Pike half pint okay and that scene with him and gina like oh that just made me feel some type of way when i was watching it because gina what the fuck man like why you ain't just say no like no ain't no nigga worth me to sleeping with another nigga to show you that i love you what is, what kind of sense does that make what kind of sense does that make but it also made me think too when I was trying to look at it from the perspective of this is a young girl in college, in undergrad, caught up in that hype of that life, you know, and she got this the number one dude on her side or whatever, like but still, sis, like I don't know. I don't know, but times are different. Um
1: All I'm gonna say is there is some truth to that that scene.
0: See, that's not okay. Don't even I don't, I don't even wanna know. Uh the other thing what what is it? What is it? What is it? Um oh Spike, why him and his oil on people or water or whatever makes them look so sweaty. Why do you have it? Like, I know School Days is old as hell and it is what it is now, but he just kills me with that. Like, I don't know. He just kills me with that. But they were just some, um, oh, I think what made me upset now watching it. See, it's been a very long time since I saw School Days too. Let me throw that disclaimer out there. So that's why I'm talking about this so long. The Jigaboo. Uh wanna be scene. Yeah. But I did I mean, that's the I was still singing along, you know, but but I just you know, I was like these bitch and then y'all got these raggedy weaves in y'all head and got the nerve to be calling somebody a jigaboo. Like you think that shit is cute?
1: You are looking at this from a 2020 lens now. You do I know. Really- <laughs> I
0: know. Robert, and Robin had to remind me that this this is an 80s. Like they they wore different styles back then. And I was like, "You're right." But I loved seeing Whitley in that too. I just I don't know Whitley and Dwayne and uh, Ron was in that. That was it was just a good movie, and so it was fun just watching that over again. So yes, yeah, so I went back to the past and uh, watched some of those movies. And the highlight of what am I watching is, of course, Insecure. Ah! gotta talk i mean let's just get it out okay Uh, that's that's what
1: i was gonna say (laughs) i was watching so (laughs) okay so and i've waited i I genuinely have not watched anyone that listen to anyone's perspectives or thoughts like i would like you know that you know the thing is back up too. um the the crystalline yeah every week i haven't listened to any of it because i wanted to do this (laughs) and then i'm gonna do it all right go ahead okay (laughs)
0: Well, I actually, so I've watched the episode twice now, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to look at it differently. What Issa was doing, the decision that Issa made to continue to work with Condola, because the first night I watched it, I was like, "Fuck Condola," really was, because I was upset. Um, but I think I realized that one, I'm looking at it from a with this fairy tale lens, like. Oh, maybe Lawrence and Isil get back together, but really, why should they? You know, like Ashley, it's over. So it's over. You know, they're still thinking that
1: in season four.
0: There's, I mean, there's part of yeah. I mean, I was still thinking that in season three because remember I told you that one when they saw each other. There I go with that fairy tale. Like this is meant to be bullshit. Um, Two, yeah. So one when they saw each other. Two, their interaction. At the baby shower three, when they went and got coffee together and that, you know, that moment between them and four, when they were at the, um, the movie scene, or they went to the movies, you know, at the cemetery and Lawrence got hurt of the, the the (laughs) raisin. Like I thought there was a moment and he was talking to his dad. Like, I don't know. I just thought there was a moment. And I'm also going to say my prediction for this season before I move on for Lisa Lawrence and Issa, is that her and Lawrence are gonna to sleep together. Something is gonna happen between them. Maybe not as far as sleeping. Maybe they're gonna kiss each other. Maybe a conversation about feelings is gonna be had. But there is something that's gonna go down between Issa and Lawrence this season. Alright, so past my uh, my first thing of not getting over with Lawrence in while so I was like "Fuck oh, fucking dope. But anyway, um I also had to realize that you know Issa is trying to get herself together, you know, uh professionally and Condola really is, like, a good connect. You know, she knows people. She has these events all the time. Like, you know, she's been supporting Issa. So, really, when I thought about it, like, actually, there's no reason for her to not deal with Condola because of Lawrence. Like, Lawrence is her ex. So, F him, you know, when it comes to that. I think the biggest thing, though, is that it's just gonna be so awkward, you know? It's gonna be awkward.
2: Hmm. Period.
0: Like, there's, you know, there's no way around that. But, I mean, but they don't have... It doesn't always have to be. Like, it doesn't have to be... It's going Sorry. It's gonna be awkward, but it doesn't have to be displayed like that all the time. Like, I don't think that'll be necessary. Um, also, what else? What else am I unpacking here? Oh, Molly. I'm so interested in this season. You know, there is something about Insecure that speaks to seasons in my life when seasons are going on on HBO. Do we know you? And I am so interested in seeing the the relationship between Issa and molly this this season and how it ends Issa's final decision as we heard her say in that first few minutes i don't really f with molly like that and Issa, she didn't I say so really no she did, did not oh, say really said, I don't, oh did she oh she, she said I don't she, f with Issa. Th- she said i don't No she said really i don't f with molly like that anymore what did she say
1: no what you just said she didn't put that really as in maybe maybe sort of okay. not nah No. Okay. Uh, she, said she said honestly said
0: she <laughs> there we go i don't f with molly like that and Issa, I so feel you. I want to see why. I want to know what happens. But I so feel you on that. Like it th- this, this—that's
1: <sighs> interesting you say too at the end because I—I don't know if that's at the end, right? We don't know if that's the end of the season or at what point that actually happens. Do we get oh, to true. see what comes of what happened on the other side of that, and to what degree or not? Right. Yeah. Mm.
0: But I'm in, yes, and because uh, Molly is. Issa and Molly right now, to me, are the perfect example of one friend growing in life and trying to do better, and that other friend staying stagnant in the place that they have been. And Molly, to me, like, you know, uh, since season one, you know, Molly has had her issues. Molly's messy. There's a hint of jealousy um, between Molly for Issa, like, regardless of how she tries to play it off, you know, if you think back... I think, think back to, like, the comments she made about Issa and her, you know, relationship. I think there's just, like, I'm not saying, like, she's jealous of Issa, but there have been some hints of jealousy there. They just have. Like, that's, you know, I don't know, man. And this is showing, I think it's going to show its head this season because we saw the preview for next week. I don't know if you saw the preview for next week, like, with the whole how she felt about Condola uh, being at their being at lunch with them yes which i've and i've been in situations like that before with friends as if like i couldn't have any other friends because <laughs> they just won't you know whatever and then oh the way she the, what she said to her that at the party like about her shit not having to be messy like real friends don't like i mm, let me stop i appreciated the fact that she you know, can check Issa or that she was saying, I'm just trying to hold you responsible or hold you accountable or whatever she said, which also made me think about you. But the way that she went about it is not what a best friend should do. I just, I don't like the way she went about it.
1: Rewind. How did that make you think of me?
0: Oh, cause you be holding me accountable for my shit. But that's a good thing. That's what friends should do.
1: Oh, because I have thoughts on that scene, so that's why I asked that question.
0: Oh, you don't do it like that, though. You don't do it like that. That's why I said before I got to the part of how she said it, which was wrong. But you holding me accountable. Yeah, I mean, her holding Issa accountable when I said I appreciate that. Like, yeah, that makes me think about you. Because you hold me accountable for my
1: bullshit.
0: So, mm-hmm. All right. So what was your take on it? So something you said. I don't
1: know. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead.
0: No, I was just trying to make sure I covered everything. Oh, one. Mm -hmm. I'm done with what I'm watching. But we did say we was going to talk about Insecure. (laughs) But yes, go. Okay, you go.
1: No, what what else are you watching?
0: No, that was it. Insecure was my last thing that I was talking about.
1: Yeah. So before I get into my Insecure talk, I just want to let everyone know that I am going to put a pause on delivering... My Grey's Anatomy review. I know, I know, I know people are going to be upset. They've been waiting to hear my, hear my, (laughs) my recount of what's been going on. But since they have postponed or actually halted production for the rest of the season, the final six episodes that we were going to get, we are only getting two. And that is because they were filmed prior to production shutting down. So I am holding up. What? You know, I just need, so I need, I need just some time to get into the last two episodes, because I need to feel like there's another six weeks, or as le- at least as close to six weeks as possible, and so yeah, that is what that is why there is no Grey's Anatomy um, recap. But speaking of Insecure, I think <sighs> it's okay. Don't cry. <laughs> no. Um. So you said something about Condola earlier, and uh, the thing before I, the thing you said earlier, I think it actually is interesting that condola came into her life at that moment where that type of friendship was needed oh, in man. Issa's life and i think that that speaks to um it's tragic no you said something interesting and i thought you said something interesting about uh isa and condola and mm-hmm. one of the things that i took from that uh i don't know whatever
0: so was it when i said something like I've been in that situation before, I guess, you know, because about when Molly was feeling some type of way about Condola coming into their lunch? like, Or was it when I said something about Condola having connects and you know, being in that business and being able to really help East out? Something Was it?
1: I forgot. It was something to do with Condola, though. I think... I don't know. The one thing I will say is, I actually don't see that prediction you made. I, I, we're going to see how that plays out. I don't see that happening. I don't even know if I believe that's going to be the focal point. Um, I'll
0: put a drink on it.
1: One of the situations. We can. We can. Okay. I, don't, I, I don't know. I just don't see that playing out given where I think Issa is this season. That's one thing I'll say in regards to what you said. I think the other, oh, the thing about Candola is, where Issa is at right now in her life, that type of friendship I think is needed. And it speaks to, sort of what I'm gonna talk about in my perspective, but it speaks to uh, new fr- new people showing up in your life, right? And how they mesh or connect with other aspects of your life that are already developed or formed. I don't know. I can't re- yeah. fully remember what, I was, what you said that made me have a thought. But as it relates to Insecure, one of the things that I wrote down As it relates to that whole situation with Molly and Issa is when you think you know what's best for your friend based on who they Mm. used to be and not Mm -hmm. who they are or where they're going. I think there's something. So I went back. So I watched the the season premiere twice, but Mm -hmm. I also went back and watched the final episode of last season. And I think mm-hmm. that there are, what we saw in episode one, you could see playing out at the end of season, at the end of last season. When you oh, think about, true, true, true. when you think about Molly stepping in for Nanceford and stopping her and then uh, finally telling Issa at the end and Issa having that reaction that they did where, you know, just because your fu- your relationships are fucked up don't mean that mine need to be. And sort of, Molly, what are you doing? You're not that type of person. This is not who you are. And that I think we could see some of, what we're going to see play out this season happening in last season and it's going to come to a head okay um and i do think that it's there's something to be said as it relates to this situation that we're hope that we're going to see play out when your friend when you're developed in an area of your life where your friend is not or when you're more secure about a specific area of your life where your friend is still growing it can be Challenging, or it can put a strain on the relationship when that friend starts to grow in that area because you're used to interacting yep. with them on a, on, in a specific way. And now that they're evolving and changing, I think there's one, that there needs to be a conversation between the two. But then two, there also needs to be a recognition on oneself that uh, this person who I'm considering my bestie, my friend, my road dog, you know, my ride or die is evolving and maybe I need to step back and assess how I approach them now. As it Ooh, relates to this yes. specific area of their life, right? There's some there's some onus on oneself to approach the relationship uh, just with more thought. And that is sort of what I was gathering just in that moment. See, I don't even want to predict what may be happening in the future. But in that moment where Molly said that to Issa, I could see that Molly was approaching her not having fully recognized where Issa was in that moment. Like, Issa was riding a high. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I think if I I just tried to, like, give a summary of what Molly said, I don't know if I could deem that being wrong or inappropriate or rude because earlier in the episode, they had just said they were going to hold each other accountable. Molly's approach to holding her accountable is where I have some issues. The issue. Right? Because even if she had said what she had said the day after, I think it would have had a different impact. I think Issa was truly riding a high. She was looking for the kind of support that was going to, keep moving her in that in that direction that she's been trying to go in right which is trying to get shit done and, not, and trying to get shit done without so much negativity and so much of the other things that have been hindrance to her in the past so i think that we're just that's going to be an interesting thing to see i think the other thing i wrote down oh is separating the relationship you from the work you right and can friends tell the difference you are who you are, and hopefully, or in an ideal world, or whatever phrase you want to use, the, the the you that shows up at work is still the same you that's not at work, you're just using different parts of yourself, right? You're recognizing right. that there's a place and time for everything, and so how it is that you choose to interact with your coworkers may not be, it's not how you're going to interact with your friends, per se, because there's- Unless there's so-
0: you're just not a code switcher, because remember, we talked about code, that's not just code <laughs> da-da, switching. Da-da, da
1: you're right. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, Dang, how is your um, friend doing? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's oh, something Lord to be said for that, too. And, hate me. <laughs> and we could see that in the episode, too. I think that uh, Molly's approach to Issa, as I could see that in that first episode, and even sort of as I spoke, and even in the last episode, is, to me, feels appropriate for their friendship, their personal relationships as it, re- as it relates to dating and things of that nature. But when Issa shifts into work mode, which is what we see her focus, what it seems to be her main focus this season, right, is trying to better herself in the area of work and giving in mm-hmm. profession and and making that the main focus and then relationships, I guess with niggas being secondary, which is, we'll talk about that security guard, which is a whole other thing that I'm so excited <laughs> that I got to see. Um yes. So, yeah, so so Molly's showing up in sort of an Issa workspace, uh, talking to her and approaching her as if they're talking about, you know, niggas. And for Issa, that's not what she needs at this moment in her life, given where she's at, because she's moved beyond that. Uh, oh, also, I think Molly was projecting. There's also something to me that thinks Molly, not that I give Molly a pass in that moment, but... Mm-hmm. Molly's approach to Issa at the end, when she made that comment to me, was her projecting her her lifestyle. Uh, not her lifestyle was her projecting her frustrations, given what had just happened with um. Oh boy, what is his name? Okay, um,
0: uh, Andrew.
1: Right. I think she was still in her feelings. He you know, when so you handsome. say jealousy, I don't. I don't necessarily know if I see jealousy when I. Maybe that's the other thing I was thinking about when you said a hint of jealousy. I think I would. Maybe what I think of you thinking is jealousy is me thinking of Molly, Molly viewing Issa in a certain way and approaching her from that way. Not, mm. not necessarily she's jealous of her in whatever aspect, but more, I don't want to say hierarchy or you think you're better than in certain spaces, but you're more developed or more formed in a space where your friend is trying to go. So you're almost playing more of a paternal big sister role and not a friend role. And that to me can create some, some tension. Because, nigga, I don't need you to be my big sister. I need you to be my friend in this moment, right? Like,
2: mm.
1: uh, what else? That, there's so many thoughts around that thing. I think the other thing that I said, oh, you know, I meant to text. I should have texted you this because you spoke of something that I sent this question to Doug. Uh, but I'm going to ask you now. I was like, uh-huh. is, it po- is it possible to have a nice moment, a good laugh of someone you love or loved, and it not go beyond that? When you talked about her and Lawrence and sort of your predictions hmm. based on last season. When I went back and watched the last episode, that moment where he brought her those, was it raisins or something? Wherever where yeah. he brought her that candy and they had that nice moment. I thought that that was just what it was a nice moment. I actually did not think that something was going to be sparked beyond that, which uh-huh. made me wonder like, can you someone that you, you know, you see naked someone that you built a life with and in, in regards to Issa and Lawrence, they spent five years together, right? Is it possible in a relationship and all the other bullshit that happened afterwards, right? Is it possible for them to come out on the other side to that and have nice moments? Nice moments that may be reminiscent of what they were doing when they were together. But that's why those moments would have... But when those moments happened, they would have been... Anyway, is it is it possible to have a nice moment with someone and then not go beyond that? You not interpret it to mean something more than just that. That is what I think. think.
0: kind of depends. I, I mean, I know that's not a... I mean, that's a topic, but... I think it kind of depends on y'all's relationship and how it ended and the type of relationship that y'all had. Because some people just have, like, that natural, like, sexual connection. and, And that could be, like, what their relationship was based on anyway. So that laugh that may seem, like, innocent and that should just, that could just be a laugh to other people could lead to something else, you know? Like, I mean, but that's just, that's just my, yeah, that's just my take on it,
1: but. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Those are the things. The condola thing. I don't like. I don't think that's an issue. I think that at the end of the day, people can. We interact with people. A number of people that I know interact with individuals on a consistent, frequent, daily basis that they may not be too fond of. That they that there may be some history with, and are able to carry on about their business, be effective, get things done. And so I do not see an issue with. Uh, Condola and Issa developing a friendship and/or working relationship, right? Because one, I think, like I said, Issa's in a different space in her life, and I think Condola is that needed is needed for where she's at Mm -hmm. right now to give her a different perspective, fresh perspective on in areas Mm -hmm. where she's looking to Molly. She's in some ways she's looking to Molly for some of those for some of that support that she's not getting. I mean, we could also Mm -hmm. have another discussion around is Issa having. Is Issa's perspective on her relationship with Molly right, given where she's at right now, right? It's not just uh, one-sided, is Molly approaching it? It's how is Issa viewing it? And is she now going to Molly for things that may not be right right now? You know, that doesn't take away from your love or the relationship that you have. It could just mean, in this season, that ain't what Molly's good for. And I think a part of Issa started to see that in last season with with her comment to her. Uh, And her actions just not be indicative of that in that moment, so you sometimes go back to what you know
0: i want to touch on something that you said too i mean that what you just said reminded me again of what you said um a little while ago when you were talking about the um you know having new friends about condola like in Issa's relationship and them having like this new friendship and you know it's something that molly sees or you know and sorry what you just said about that Issa's not getting from Molly right now, right? Like the support that she's getting from Condola that she's not getting from Molly. And it just made me think, and this can be a completely different topic, but when you brought it up just now, or a mini-so topic, it just made me think about, you know, we focus a lot. I think when it comes to feelings, um, we focus a lot on relationship, romantic relationships and how having something new and it, someone new can be exciting and fun right like this is a new uh love in your life or whatever whatever the situation is but you know friendships can bring that excitement too like when you meet somebody new like in a friend type of in a friend role that is that likes the same things that you do you know that you can kick it with that you feel like this just really good energy with like Mm -hmm that's also something that I feel like we don't put enough stock into It's we're always like focusing on romantic relationships and I'm not talking about us, but I'm just talking about like in, in, in life general, you know, a lot of people don't take the time out to, you know, get those feelings from other places, you know, like getting that, that vibe from a different source other than a romantic relationship, you know, I don't know. Yep. So when you said that, it just, it made me think about that, right? Like, and how also how refreshing it is to meet someone new because uh, that's what I was going to say. I'm sorry. And then we can move on from this. But I was also going to point out how, um, damn, and I just lost it. Damn it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I'm, I'm going to make that point. Oh, it, you know, I was going to point out how, so you, again, when you were talking about the condola and her being something new in Issa's life. With friendships, I don't think we realize too that, you know, when you also you meet in these new people, and they're, like you said, providing something that that other person is not, it makes it kind of makes it easier to draw you into that person, right? Like the same with a a relationship, almost like, I'm going to compare it to cheating, you know, (laughs) when you're still friends. Because it is, it's just something like new and exciting from someone else that you're not getting at home. Ah, I don't know. I just...
1: No, you no, know, you're right. Something but you and yeah. and see and see, this is why we talk these things out. Because I would I would add to that is that it may not even be that. Yes, it is that you're not getting something from some from one place, so you're looking for it in another place. It could be that you didn't need it before, and now you need it now, and you're recognizing what you mm-hmm. need now. That person is not. That person doesn't give that. So this other person or this other source so when you start to see that or recognize that in someone else that is where you gravitate that is what you gravitate towards in those moments right especially when you're being disappointed in one way but it's not necessarily being it can be viewed as being disappointed or it could just be that now you're just getting the answer to the question that you need as it relates to what this person can offer you in this area of life right your perspective Mm -hmm. on that situation can also contribute to how you approach it uh, moving forward and that that lasting relationship yes we don't when it comes to platonic Relationships, friendships, it takes just as much work, just as much thought, just as much intention to build it and sustain it, right for for the long haul, if that's what it's meant to be.
0: Right. So, it really yes. Does. Some
1: people don't uh, that. On a lighter note, cause just before we end <laughs> this, I Issa and the security guard. Ah. When I say I appreciated that, I can't even tell you why. I just appreciated that scene. I don't know. I just appreciated that scene so much. Also, what's the girl upstairs with the problems and the ghost? And if you want to come to the after party. Oh, uh, God, Trina. Trina.
0: Trina. Listen, that's what I was going to say. My baby daddy it. gay. My baby daddy gay. I cannot believe she said that. Benjamin daddy gay. Like, what you and what'd she say? He like titties or ass or something. He was like, titties. See? Everybody like titties. Yes, Trina. That was... I, I said I was going to try to end this on a lighter note, too. Because there were more than just the drama parts of Insecure. You know, like, there are funny. And Kelly... Funny as always, but when the mall started playing um
1: (laughs) Are you ladies pop that that uh,
0: and that little look that he did to uh, (laughs) Kelly and Kelly stuck her tongue? I was weak. And let me and that. so I just throw this out here. I wrote him on his little Instagram like he put a post up there too of that scene. And I told him that I love that scene so much and that I love him in the show and he liked it. I was like, did Oh, he? Wow, that was sweet. Uh huh. Ah, you gotta screenshot it. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord. Like I do all when Lena Waif likes my comments. <sighs> okay. She did. Yeah. What Lena has like multiple comments, okay? <laughs> Let me find you better out. You'd
1: be sliding like in them DMs.
0: You know, if only I could have been one of them bitches getting bags. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna wrap up what we're ta- what we're watching. Yeah. Oh, that's we didn't say
1: anything up. about Tiffany. Oh. I guess we can't. I did. I I appreciated that Tiffany had a much larger role this yes. season. I did appreciate that she had a much larger role this episode, as opposed to last season. I thought that she was funny too. But I also follow Amanda Sales in real life, so. To me, it's just a pleasure to see her in in this role. So, yes, I'm done now.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, we'll see how she goes. But she was still messy. She was messy. But anyway. Do you? Um, that, that's a
1: topic, too, though. That is a topic. You know, we could pull topics from this. Because I think that I... Do you think that she should have said something to Issa before yeah, that she moment? she should
0: have been saying something. She should have said, if not to Issa, at least to Condola. Like, you know this girl is working with Issa. Like, why wouldn't you tell her? Like, just to let you know. I know you're seeing Lawrence, but I just want to let you know. But she didn't know. She
1: just found out. She knew that they went on one date. That was why she made that. That was why it was the point was made. You went on that one date with Lawrence that was supposed to be nothing. I think she didn't say anything because that's what she thought it was. It wasn't until that moment with the flowers that it became like, oh.
0: Mm-mm. Oh. She still should have said something about the one date. Come on, man.
1: Where really? your loyalty at? Do you want, do, would you want someone? Whatever. We'll save this for another topic. <laughs> Okay. the thing the things that you ex- the things that you that you want your friends to tell you what is what is you saying too much overstepping your boundaries and what is like no you should have told me a week ago okay um
0: yeah we'll talk because i no no even if it's just one day even if it's just one day you've seen it, even if it's just one day right and then i'm gonna wrap this up you've seen me now she's seen Issa and Condola working together so I don't care if it's just the one date that she thought they went on she could have let like she's been Issa's friend for years so uh she could have said something or even she could have said something to Condola she want to say something to Issa she could have been like hey whatever happened with you and uh you know Lawrence on that date I see you working with Issa and I just want to let you know that's her ex that ain't and to me that's not messy that's just giving a heads up it would probably been better if she went to Issa with it. Condole- going to Condola may be a little bit, a slight bit messy. But it just all depends on how she delivers the message. That's all. Many so. all I'm saying. Many we'll so. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up what we've been watching this week. Now it's time for us to take a quick break, get something to drink, to cure our dry coughs. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a laughing matter. I'm sorry, guys. It's not a laughing matter. No. No, it's um, really not. No, no, nah, no. Nah, no, it's not. Nah. And I don't want that. So, yeah. Mm. And we'll be back with our perspectives after this. Oof. All right, guys. And we're back. And it's time for this week's perspectives. Erin, I believe you're first this week. I am. All, All right. right. Let's do it.
1: Okay. So this week, I want to talk about friendships. And I think it's interesting that some of our oh, conversations I know, I know. earlier <laughs> have led to this. You know, it's so funny, too. I talked. I said this to Doug. And I don't know if I said this to you uh, recently. And I said, I'm I'm so, like, these days not interested. Like, my main focus is not on, you know, romantic relationships. I really want to invest more in, like, the people that I already know, like, understanding mm-hmm. them and like the growth and you know like all of those mm-hmm. things. So uh I just find it interesting that Insecure is digging into that. That's sort of why I clapped earlier too when you were talking about how it speaks to your life sometimes. Like I had just made that comment to earlier in the week and
0: Wait, what did I say?
1: You had made the comment early in the podcast around how the show Insecure like not speaks to your life but sort of can oh, speak to Yes. You know, yes. speak to your life. Mm-hmm. So so true. Okay. The question that I have so the question that I have is when was the last time you made a new friend? And what makes me ask that, and I guess I'll use insecure to reference some of actually I will use insecure that to reference some of this because I spoke about it earlier. I believe that at certain points in our life, hopefully in our evolution growth, uh, I believe as we grow and evolve as people, there are gonna be there will be points, there will be moments Where we are trying something new, uh, stepping into a new space, letting some things go. And that can create opportunities for new experiences, new perspectives, new approaches to certain things. And sometimes those that are in your life presently, those that you consider friends, even best friends, even family, may not feel that That new space, that new thing, may not be able to fully be there for you in that way. That doesn't mean that their friendship or their relationship has diminished or that it's not as important. It just means, I think, that as an individual, you are growing. And in order for you to continue to grow and grow in a way that's beneficial to you and that's beneficial to your contribution to society, you're going to need some added support. I also think about the challenges or the potential challenges for some to or the idea of making new friends beyond a certain age i'll just say for lack of a better other word we talked about before uh i mean drake's no new friends right like at a certain point you're you're set in your ways and
0: (laughs) and i ain't making no new friends (laughs) but
1: with that in mind thinking about the potential voids that your current friends are 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 not filling in your life, right, or the needs that you have, and your present pool of friends are not able to meet those needs, that, like, what do you do then? Like, how do those situations, like, how do you then address those? Is it, is it something that your friends are lacking in that relationship, and so now you need to assess their relationship, or is it, no, you now need to find a new way to fill that void, and it just so happens that the people that you consider friends and or family are not able to to do that it's not an indictment on them it's a it's a recognition of your growth or expansion or ability to step into new territories and so now you need new things for that so it just makes me wonder like the general question of when was the last time you made a new friend right like how do you view friends today versus back then you sort of touched on it earlier too which is why I asked the question of um, when you said your guard is more up and being more vulnerable and I asked the question around are we talking Mm -hmm. romantic relationships or friendships because I'm wondering like like, I know for myself, the criteria or how I think I went about uh, getting friends or making friends, right? I, I know that that mindset of mine is, like, is different today. And so I wouldn't go about it the same way. And so the question that I ask myself is, like, Aaron... Well, one. When was the last time you made a new friend? Too. How do you how do you go about doing that? Is that something now that you're intentionally thinking about versus like recognizing back then you weren't thinking about it. You were living your life doing your thing, and the people that came into your life, some stayed, some didn't, and some have are still here, and some are still not. Right. So,
0: how do you go about? You know, I'm, I mean, I'm going to answer your question, but I was just asking how do you go about like making new friends because I think about how my life is set up, right, where you know I go to work every day, I come home to Rob on the weekends, you know, on the weekends or whatever, when we go out. what One, if I go out with Robin, like, it's, it's just about me and Robin. And two, on the weekends, if I go out with friends, like, I'm already with a group of friends that I'm not, so I'm not necessarily, I guess, fishing for new friends, you know, I guess. So just how do you, I mean, I guess, how do you put yourself in places these days and ages? I mean, Well, while adulting, how do you put yourself in places to meet new friends? I
1: mean, if think- it's
0: not from work, right? Like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good question. I think the, the, I think one way I could, I could correlate work, with being in school, and that the way in which I made friends while I was in school, right? Some people view, I mean, when I was growing up, I was told my only job was to, you know, go to school and get good grades, right? Like, so, and in the context of me being at work, which was school back then, I was able to make new friends. I mean, I have a different view about making work friends today, which is one of my things. But the potential and opportunity to make friends at work is real because that's where you're spending a lot of your time in the same way you spent a lot of your time at school. You're naturally having conversations on different subjects and topics and perspectives right. that may not happen in your everyday life because you're in a work setting. So you're talking about those things. I think that's one way. I mean, I also think like it's important to stretch yourself, right? Like and to not, not stretch yourself. It's important. And I think that for me, it's important to, to have variety in your life. And mm-hmm. so while there should be some things that are consistent, that are part of your foundation, trying new things, seeing new things, uh, even doing the same thing but going to a different place to do it, right? Opens you up to meeting new people and new experiences and that to me is where the potential to meet new people that could be friends exists. Are we always cognizant of the fact that like, oh, this could be a new friend or this, like, are we cognizant of that when we're in the moment? No, sometimes we just, I think today people are more prone to just having a good time and then going home and calling their friends to tell them about the good time, not recognizing that they actually could have met new people And they can share that good time with the new people that they've met and develop friendships. I don't know.
0: Um. Huh. That's interesting that you said that. Okay. So, I'm going to say the last time I made a new friend had to be around 2018, the end of 2018. Yeah, closer to the end of 2018. um, It was someone from work. And we just, like, clicked from the jump, even at work, like, in and working together or whatever, and that friendship grew outside of that, you know, like, it was somebody that I actually let my guard down, um, she's actually who I was talking about earlier, too, like, well, sometimes you just feel that energy from somebody, and so I just kind of felt an energy from her where I was, like, comfortable enough to be myself, um, and I'm glad I was, because the, there's a really good chemistry there, like, I love laughing with her, like, she's, you know, we, uh, have some of the same interests or whatever and even I've, I've, I've realize that sometimes like our opinions may differ but I I think that's healthy you know like and I love like her perspective of things like and she always keeps me weak or whatever so that's always um fun for me because I love to laugh so yeah I, I say that was the last time I made a new friend um I want to touch back on doing something different. So I, I find that funny because I'm so reserved as far as meeting people. And even though this wasn't something that turned out to be like this lifelong friendship, that but I didn't think it was. But when we went to Barcelona back in whatever month that was, we went to Barcelona. I actually met this um, really cool chick at a bar. And like we just got to talking and just, you know, come to find out she was like from uh the dmv area and she's actually now living in new york and i mean we just you know got to chopping it up and ended up exchanging numbers and i'm like look at me meeting friends over in barcelona you know like just things that i mean yeah like but i mean i use that word friend loosely with that because i knew it wouldn't be like this lifelong thing even though she did text me later which i thought was crazy because i was drunk and didn't even remember that i gave her my number so um, have you talked to her since no like I don't do that and you know she comes up I guess because her number is in my phone so she came up on like Instagram and Facebook and I thought about um adding her and then I was just like nah I mean and that's just because I don't feel like putting any effort into it honestly like I'm just not there but I just I mean that was a moment where I stepped outside of my normal self and actually talked to like a stranger because you know I'm big on stranger danger I don't do that (laughs) so uh (laughs) but talking to a stranger and actually you know had a cute little, I mean, a nice little connection. Cute little connection. Like, oh, hey, girl, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah.
1: Okay. But that's, I, okay. I also want to point out, I think, I, I think I, I, I'm I recognizing as I'm replaying a lot of this conversation back in my head right now is that I'm speaking a lot about uh, new friends filling voids or stepping into new spaces that your current situation, current makeup can't fill. It's also something to be said for, it, I mean, you can also meet people who just offer a different perspective on a situation that you already have a bunch of perspectives on, and because that fresh perspective uh, and a sea of familiarity stands out, you want to invest and see where where they go as it relates to those things too. So it's not just sometimes that your friends aren't able to fill voids. It's sometimes like a fresh perspective and a sea of familiarity, like helps, is is good or needed or is what fuels it is. or is what fuels the the desire to build with them. I think for myself, you know. I don't actually have a year. Let me just say it's just been a long time since I've made a new friend. And mm-hmm. as much as I've, I mean, I thought about this topic like I'm the one that brought it up. I still haven't figured out. You're the one who used out.
0: to push me to like keep keep your friendships. I mean, keep your those connections and make new friends. There's always room for new friends.
1: Yes. And <laughs> I still believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm not saying that I have not met new people, that I have not. Engaged in conversation with new people that I have not tried to, that I have not tried. I think how I define friends, which I'm mainly using for this podcast, uh, but family—that's just been a long time, right? Even though I think in order for someone to get to the point of you considering them family, there, you know, there's there's a, a certain amount of time experience, right, that that happens before you get to that place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just been a while. I think I've met new people. I think that I've even intentionally tried to dig deeper on relationships that were once surface and have gotten deeper in that sense. Uh, so we're exploring new territory in our friendship. But no, I mean, it's a criticism of myself too. Like, I'm not even trying to beat around the bush on that sense. Like, it's a criticism of myself when I've been thinking about this and building new relationships is what kind of relationships have I been trying to build? I mean, also in, honest, in Malibu, right? Like, we've had, like, how many times did we have... <laughs> In my first few years in New York, like, we didn't talk about, like, finding new friends. We were talking about, like, getting it in and going home, right? Like, that's not a friendship, right? Like, so even in those intentional conversations around what it is that you're trying to explore in a new city, friends were not a part of it. It wasn't until what? Not, like, yesterday, as in when I say that. But it was, you know, a year ago, two years ago. Whatever moment that shift happened where it was like, no, I think this is what I want from that space of life. Like, this is what I want from 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 people that I could potentially be intimate with,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm clear on that now. And I have to be, and I guess a part of me is like recognizing that that came about because I took the time to actually explore that intentionally. And now that that's where it is, whether it stays there for the long haul or for not one season or two or multiple, I'm good on that right now. Now I'm putting my attention. Well, not now I'm putting my attention. I'm intentionally putting my focus on to building relationships. And so while I don't have an answer today, I think that that will change. I I do believe that that will change. Yeah. I mean, I'm exploring new things. I'm trying new things. uh, I've been in New York. It'll be five years in June. And so and everyone that's like already built in does not live in New York. Right. Like that's another recognition, which is probably puzzling, too, to myself. It's like, Aaron, you haven't. Because everyone that is a part of, like, that I would consider friends does not live in New York, which means I'm not seeing them consistently. We're not talking consistently. Our, our ability to interact with each other, whether it be uh, forced, intentional, or because we are, we already have other dealings with each other, like, those things don't exist. So, hmm. I mean, I think that's a whole other conversation and whatever. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I was how, interested how in that. How do you
0: approach that in, in trying to meet new friends, um, like you know if you're out and you, let's say you're having a conversation with someone and you realize like oh this is a cool person you know y'all are getting a I don't want to say getting along but you know y'all are like you know sharing a moment I guess or whatever at, the, at, at wherever you are say you're at the bar or something right Right. like so how do you continue that into a, it, to develop into a friendship like what do you do from that point point? and I'm just asking like how would you go about like exchanging numbers or you know trying to get contact like what does that conversation look like
1: Right. So I think I've I mean, that has happened. and what has happened in the past is I mean, where I'm at bartender boo, right? Like people that I've engaged with at conversations at that bar, we I have exchanged numbers with them because we've been talking about something, right? And and you couple my knowledge or my knowledge of the topic and or the liquid encouragement and yeah, okay. we're engaging in a healthy conversation we're, we're, we're engaging in a healthy conversation nothing bad but at the end of it you walk away with like huh I like this person or this person has said something interesting or oh I'd like to see what they think about you know I'd like to I'd like to see beyond this moment How however mm-hmm. you, how you come to that conclusion I have exchanged numbers with people I will say that some view me as more than just a friend And so their interaction with me beyond that one moment in text messages or even if we meet up again, it's because they're trying to get with me. And I think that's another conversation, horse of another color that's that's important to explore because I have met people that I thought I wanted to be friends with and come to find out they're only dealing with me in a friendly way because they want to be more than friends, right? And once they come Mm -hmm. to that realization that friendship is as far as I'm going to go, their interaction with me changes, not my interaction with them. And so then that then changes the relationship and where i thought it was gonna go so that's right. one thing i think on the other hand it's something of what you said jokingly but it's true it's like you meet new people you may exchange numbers you may think in the moment that something could come of this or not but out of sight out of mind you just may not want to invest in it and i can't and i can't say that i have been guilty of that too not taking the time to follow up mm-hmm. yeah not taking the time to follow up
0: not taking so, the time to nurture the friendship or nurture the relationship.
1: Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's an interesting thing. It's and, and and yeah. I mean, the topic of friends, friendship, and especially when, well, not especially, but when you start to think about the hard times or the shaky times or the times where your current friendships are being tested. Either for the things that are happening, like an in insecure, where one person is growing or and in, in a certain area, and the other person is already formed. One person views their friend from a certain light; they may not be applicable to who they are now. Like when you're starting, when those tension, when the tension starts to happen mm. in those types of relationships, where do you go? Like I, I think that's that's another reason why I'm asking the question. Like when was the last time you made a new friend? It's like if the people that you go to. When shit is going left, if if that is going left, whether it's temporary or long term, mm-hmm. whether it's just a moment or a night, whether it's because of alcohol or because you just didn't like what they said in that moment. And so you bit back and they bit back. In, like, whatever happens, like when that shit starts to pop off, like, who do you go to? Fan. Who do you go to if you've only been going to them or those two people or those three people? Because then the bigger question is, I don't want to call a friend about another friend. Right. When I know that we're all friends. And so if you don't have an outside Or if you don't have something new to go to, like
0: my mama, the woman I I can always count on.
1: And you also have like, you're also married. You have a built in, like, I can run my mouth.
0: My mama. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, I can run my mouth, but I need somebody that's going to run their mouth back to me. That don't, that you know, that may not necessarily I mean, not every situation is gonna be Like that, because there are times that she definitely Chimes in, I had something recently That, you know, I was able to talk to Robin about But my go-to is always my mother Whether I have Robin or uh, Y'all, like mm-mm. Nancy is always There's plenty of times I done hung up From a conversation and still needed to call Nancy, just to get her Take on it, oh so
1: that's because Nancy be talking to you like you of her homegirls. Oh, God, I know.
0: I hate it sometimes, but whatever.
1: <laughs> but that's what makes Nancy, Nancy, too, right? Like, you go to mm-hmm. her because you know she's going to offer you that. Say
0: something crazy. Well. So. But sound advice as well, so, yes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to, I think, yeah, we're, I'm going to, I want to explore that more in my personal life, and so I'll be sharing it with you all. Maybe. Oh, I can't wait
0: to hear these stories. Okay. You know, something that I got from that just now and listening to um, what you were saying as you were wrapping things up is that maybe one day a, a, a topic needs to be had as to when you get in those situations with your friends, right? When things get messy and shit hits the fan or whatever and they're like no longer your go-tos, how, one, how do you resurrect that? Like, how do, how do you bring that back? If you want to, like, if it's not that serious. And two, like, will things be the same can things ever be the same like because i'm one of those people who don't think that that feels like if it's bad enough like we'll never be the same you know like i can still love you i can still chat with you every now and then but our our relationship has now changed um forever and so you know we just talk about like how to you know how you bring that back how do you how do you get that going again
1: that is a good topic. I mean, change your perspective, change your outcome, right? It may it may be that you don't need to approach it from a how will things get back to. It may be like what are things. Sometimes we don't we want things to go back to something, or we wonder if it will because we haven't actually stopped to assess what it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, what it is because I think clarity. I think clarity brings clarity brings clarity, right? Clarity thing. Clarity makes things clear and makes the answer that much more attainable to me. And so, if you stop and assess. Then whatever happens to that should happen, right? But yeah, man. I mean, mm. those are those are tricky relationships, especially you know we ain't fucking so. Hey, uh, just hate when you say I mean, you
0: know, somebody just sit. anyway. Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> All right. So I is that gonna work? Yeah. Oh. I think that's it. We're friends exploring. I feel like we'll probably have some reflections. Friends. Yeah. Oh, the one thing I was gonna say is for those that have not caught up on the, all things A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. I think I was trying to... Re, you should go check out our topic on ending a friendship versus growing apart. I was trying to see if I could remember if there were elements from that that we talked about that were related to the question that you just asked around who do you go to? What do you do when you know you go to? So, mm-hmm. I was trying to remember if that was in that episode, but I, maybe not. Go check it out. I'm going to. <laughs> Alright, what are you talking What's your... Uh, you're,
0: okay. <laughs> you? Okay, so my topic today is so funny, right? So I was on the Shade Room earlier, yes y'all. Oh wait, sorry, before you
1: me. move, sorry, just quickly just, God, it's all wraps up because we didn't talk about that, we talked about Issa and Molly, but I'm wondering like, I think Kelly is still Kelly and Tiffany is still Tiffany but for some reason I think Kelly fits like, Kelly and the Issa relationship, is it like that didn't seem weird to me even in the growth of isa right now where she's at like kelly still felt appropriate in terms of being able to support her in the way that she does and yeah. tiffany too so i wonder is it yeah. the closer that you are the more that you try to put someone into other spaces in your life right the more you try to make them universal to you in terms of your friendship is that where the danger is that where you know the danger lies versus like kelly is her friend and they are good friends but kelly is her friend and like
0: yeah, I, I was about to say that that they just have different type of friendships versus her and Molly. Like that's not even comparable. Like it, Tiffany and uh, Kelly would be Molly and Issa. Like, nah. Okay. But so Kelly the, to Kelly to Issa. Now
1: the dynamics, the criteria that makes their friendship is different, which means you don't look at it the same. Right. Got it. Okay, go ahead. Yes.
0: Okay. So, um, yes, like I was saying, I got my topic from the shape room partially though because I was actually talking to a friend about it last week so I thought it was so funny uh, because she had sent it to me and was like we were just talking about this and so the topic was missing your single life when you're in a relationship or marriage and what I was listening to in the shade room was Nicole Ari Parker um, who's married to Boris Kojo talking to I don't know their names I think I know the dude's name is Chris um, but I don't know who his wife is But anyway And they were all you know FaceTiming or whatever Or on live And Nicole was explaining Some of the things that she misses About being single Like she she said She actually said like I miss him being my boyfriend I miss those random texts You know about nothing You know just in the middle of the day That made me smile I miss him walking up behind me Him walking up behind me You know giving me a kiss I miss being intentional about date nights And all of that You know like things that I feel like once you're in a relationship, like in especially a long-term relationship, I'll say a long-term relationship, you tend to lose sight of, or you tend to slack off because you're, you're comfortable, right? Like now we're together, especially like in a marriage, like, okay, we done both said, I do. I got you. You here. Now we can relax. Like, you know, and I don't think it's intentional that people do that, but I think that, you know, you get into a routine and you get comfortable with just everyday life. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. Like, we get up in the morning, we shower, we get dressed, I take Robin to work, I go to work, I get off, I pick Robin up, we come home, we chill, repeat, Monday through Friday, you know, and so and there there are times that we actually have to be intentional. We have to have conversations about doing something different, you know. Like Robin has said before, like I don't want to do the same old thing that we do every night. I've said before, I don't want to do the same old thing that we do every night. And so when you're, but when you're, I guess in that single life and maybe dating people or like she said, you know, just having like a boyfriend or um, which I also thought just real quick, I, I thought that was interesting that. She was talking about missing single life, but you like said she misses him being her boyfriend, which made me wonder like is she one of those people that feel like you're single until you're married, you know? Because she was talking about being single, but said boyfriend. But anyway, I,
1: mean, I lost technically my technically you are, but okay.
0: I mean, yes, that that is true. Um, but yes, so in talk, I mean, it, when you're dating, yes, that's what I was saying. When you're dating and you know you're talking to different people, like you do get those little text messages, those flirty messages throughout the day or uh the little spontaneous dates or 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 even making plans for dates like let's do this let's do that and it made me wonder so one like i said i had already had the conversation and so i mean it it hit home because i can understand where she was coming from but i think that people i think sometimes and not all married people but i think sometimes in when you're married or when you are tied down if you're one of those people who believe that even without marriage you're not Single, um, but yes, when you're in those positions, like you tend to miss a certain level of freedom. But I was gonna ask you one: you're 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 my single here. You're my single person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there ever any time that you feel like you miss a relationship? And two, no, the last time,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. no, the last time
0: you were in a relationship, uh. Did you miss being single? Go.
1: Okay, so I think... Yes,
0: you you redo that first question again. (laughs) (laughs) I I was. Do you...
1: I think that there's something... You said something that made me go, huh, I correlated to the conversation of friends. But I think in the same way you get complacent in terms of... You can get complacent with your friends, and so it makes you your your desire or ability to want to make new friends or invest in those new friendships when you meet new people like that less inspiring or that less interesting to you because of what you already have. Whether or not it's what you need or what you like, whether it's not what you need, it's it's what you already have, and you're going with that. I think the same thing is said in romantic relationships, in that for some the the goal, the home run is marriage, right? Like, and once you cross home plate. You're not... You don't... People forget that at a certain point, you have to go back up to bat. I don't even know how this got into a football analogy. Yes. Oh, but I think it's the point pers- that... That's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is... Let me not let you do that. Let me not let you do that now to look yourself.
1: Now. <laughs> I, know, I know my football and baseball, okay? Charges in my head, not mm-hmm. my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. But I.
1: But in relationships, there are some who put that energy and effort into getting the prize, i.e. the person, i.e. the I do the marriage. And once that has been obtained, they are no longer in hunt mode. Like they're no longer hunting for their prey. They are trying to eat. And so the same level of energy, the same tactics that are applied to getting it are not what you do to keep it or to, you know, to, to once you get it. Yeah, okay. and I think that's I think that's where the disconnect is, is. People don't recognize in in relationships like once what you did to get me is what got me. So you should continue to do versions of that to keep me.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So, like that to me is where there's a disconnect um, in the chase versus the the chase versus I don't know what sustainability afterwards. To answer your question, I, I I don't know. I do not believe that there are moments as a single man where I want to be in a relationship not today I couldn't tell you the last time I probably had that if I ever did um, and when I was dating someone no there weren't moments where I wanted to be single I think that when I was dating I.e., when I was in my 20s not even in my 20s <laughs> shit
0: I know you know I hesitated to ask cause I was like lord like now but what, back- which, which one is he gonna base it off of
1: oh ah well, I mean, I was relationship. Well, I've never been married, so I've technically always been single. But in terms of being in a committed relationship, being monogamous to someone, you know, mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, yes. When I was in a relationship, well, actually, how I many? We're already questioning whether whatever. When I was dating someone, <laughs> I was invested in that. Like that is what I was trying to make work. That is what I was committed to. So no, I wasn't thinking about being single. I was thinking about like keeping that going. I mean, I'll go so far as to say I was a little ditzy and and one where I was thinking long term. Like I could see myself I was trying to set myself up or set us up for a long term relationship. Couple yeah, that Oh my
0: God. I'm sorry. That just reminded me of um Neo. I'm thinking one girl. She thinking me, Earl hey. James and Jimmy. Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. Jimmy, but the hat Penny
1: Oh. I was I inviting mm-hmm. her into, into my house. heart. Ooh, but yeah. she was out riding in some of, uh, you know, okay, sorry. Ooh. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That album still, still, Ooh, still classic. Still, <laughs> still.
1: Okay, uh, where, no was where was I going? Question. Where was I going? And
0: you were thinking long term. That's what you said. Like even in like yeah. So yeah. So there. So
1: I've been. So I've been guilty in certain relationships. Like in relationships in the past, where I was thinking long term, without. I don't even know where I was going with that, but I was thinking long term, and so. Oh yeah, where I was thinking long term. So no, I wasn't thinking about being single or like that. I was too busy trying to make it work. Um, Oh. I mean. There's a whole other topic of should I've been doing that. And, Aaron, were you being intentional around, like, what were you trying to make work? Did you actually stop and assess the situation for what it was and really look at the other person? Like, there's a whole other thing. And for those that haven't listened to – who haven't gotten caught up on our podcast, I want to say it was the last full episode where Ashley asked the question about – where Ashley asked the question, and I sort of respond in one of my respo- – she asked a question about something. I can't remember. But one of my responses was – I remember my, my thoughts around relationships were based on the people that were around me. So I was trying to move in a way mm. that was connected to all that I was seeing around me because of my lack of experience or understanding of what a relationship was or its connection to me as an individual or like how we should be looking at things or, you know, someone telling me 10 different ways of how to look at things. I was only looking at the fact that most people around me, you know, were hoes before bros were like really trying to get into relationships (laughs) were like investing in those people that they were like with or that they wanted to be with and I'm not saying right or wrong I actually as today wouldn't say hoes before bros or bros before hoes there's no right or wrong in that it's your approach to life right and those that are around you who are there meant to and those that are around you would fall into that space but to get back on topic is like that was sort of my understanding of dating and relationships. So no, I wasn't. None of you all were thinking about being single, at least not to me. And I, as far as I knew, so why would I be you thinking know, about that? When as, as when I think about you, that. and I'm going to talk. Sorry, just to not cut Uh-oh. you off. But the last thing I'll say is when you like, like, okay, Forty Sixth okay. Street, Forty Sixth Street, Forty Sixth Street, Forty Second Street, whatever. ODU, you're ODU. Oh, okay, okay. That day that like that, I believe that there were. Mo- See, it's not about what you say; it's about how you say it listen there. sorry it's there were moments in your relationship where one could say it should have ended it this needs to end the direction wow. in which we are going is not conducive to a healthy relationship right but you didn't have at least not to me like the like there was no intentional effort in trying to make that happen no it was like I'm trying to put all this extra energy and hypeness and what makes me Ashley right like into making this work none of you were actually ever trying to talk about getting like moving on even when niggas was doing their own lord i forgot we recorded even when people were doing their own thing and not you but even when people were like cheating on their spouses right like or cheating on their boyfriend and girlfriends like no one even even those that were doing the cheating were talking about i don't want to be with this person it's oh i don't want to get caught right like so I'm just saying I was a product of my environment, you know, a relationship, relationships back then, and so that was that wasn't around me, and so that's not where my mind was at.
0: So I'm gonna say I think that time plays a part into that um, because in in you saying, you know, back then you weren't thinking about you you were thinking long term. Like I think that's normal for any relationship, especially when it's you know when it's newer when it hasn't been like long. Like you you brought up my ODU. Like man, ODU oh, want to get we want to <laughs> I probably was thinking long term, or I probably thought long term, but reality is, like, that, of course I was thinking like that, because I had never, you know, I hadn't lived with that person, we hadn't been together that long, you know what I'm saying, like, I think maybe once you get to a certain amount of years, and or in space, or whatever, and living together, I think those ideas, it, it's a little bit more normal, I hate to use the word normal. It's more understandable to have those thoughts, you know, and not saying that you have to act on it, because that's one of those things, like where you can't help how you feel, but you can help what you do with those feelings. And so maybe instead of, you know, maybe you change your perspective and saying, I want to be single you know or i miss being single you do things like you know nicole was talking about like you do things with your partner and make yourself feel like y'all single again like do some role playing like let's pretend we out you know whatever you over there you i'm over here
1: um but you're not single then- like you're not single i i mean I, I i don't see i think it's a bad choice of words in that statement i don't know if, to me it's not about doing things that like you are single it's like doing things that brought that feeling that you had when you were single
0: Right, but that's why I'm saying, but to me, that's what a role plan comes in, because that should bring, like, depending on who your partner is and how y'all's relationship is, to me, that should bring some level of excitement. I don't want to say too much on the podcast, but that has been done before, and I'm telling you, it brings a great level of excitement, like, if you do it right, like, if y'all should have, I mean...
2: Word. Anyway, yes. Word. That, 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 okay. Let us know. Um,
0: <laughs> I won't be letting y'all know that, but I'm just I'm just talking about like in role-playing all of I me mean, in itself. Um, but yeah, or, or just even being intentional and sending little texts throughout the day. Like, hey, I miss you. Or, you know, what you doing? Like, or, you know, I'm just thinking about you. Like, I think those should be easy. But I think we, when we are stagnant or we're complacent in relationships, um, and not to say any when let me not say, when we're comfortable in our relationships, like you said, we tend to not do those things that we were doing to get that prize. You know, now we got the prize, so we feel like we don't have to put the work in anymore. But if you keep those things going, or at least try, you know, those can spark little um, feelings of excitement that will still give you like that feeling of, dating you know because that's to me that's some of the exciting parts about dating it's getting to know someone new waiting for them to text you you know every day or, or waiting to see if that text comes through and see what they said you know stuff like that but you can do that with your partner to help curve that to me I'm just saying these are things that can help curve that appetite of wanting to be single or sometimes you just need to be honest with yourself and if you are feeling like you need to be single or you miss being single and there's something going on at home then maybe you just need to be single and you know that is what it is too because life is too short to be miserable
1: that's true i wonder <laughs> you're the single one in this group <laughs> so i wonder i mean you're the married one I'm in the... this group i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> lord and mm-hmm. okay. you're the married one in this group but i is that easier said than done when you're married right what are it's that what are the conversations that are had when you're just dating someone and you're thinking about ending it being single versus like when you're actually married to someone
0: what leaving them or doing when, things
1: you, when you, you said it was you know that uh going back to being single
0: Is it easier said that... Oh, um... Like, what is the the threshold once
1: you're married versus, like, when you're single? Like, the the reality is when you're not married, if you want to end it, regardless of how difficult or challenging or sad, whatever it brings you, you you honestly never have to communicate with that person ever again from the moment that you think about it. There are no legal implications. There may be emotional implications. There may be financial implications, implications if you, you know, have things together that... Right. But really you could walk away walk away from the moment mm-hmm. that you have that thought but when you are married to someone like those conversations what ha- the path that it takes for you to from to go from being married to single is not straight like it is when no, you're just no, so no. what does that look like i mean not saying that you're like just what does that look like what like how does that what it are the extra like questions what are the extra barriers that you that have to go through
0: I mean, it looks like conversations. It looks like some real conversations and not just with your partner, but with yourself because you have to weigh out all your options here. Like you said, it could be some financial, it could definitely be emotional if kids are involved and and all of that could be another, you know, obstacle in the way, but you still have to weigh out your end game. Like, do you want to stay and be miserable for just because you don't want to, put up the fight to get out of it or do you want to get out of this and be happy and have to deal with the burden of going through the divorce
1: yes but when you're married th- th- to I am and I am not married I have not been married have not been engaged but I could see so push back if I'm thinking in this thinking of this wrong or in a, in a di- if I'm not whatever there's a different way to, to think about this there's an extra layer of I want to be happy there's an extra layer of this shit isn't working right now, right? Because how do, like, to me, there's an extra layer of questioning, right? Is this just a season or is this just, or is this the new normal? Is this, you know, in the span of a marriage, hopefully till death do you part, is this a year or is this just, is this two years of, of bullshit that in the grand scheme of us being married 60, 70 years means nothing, right? Like, that extra layer of awareness, of attention to detail, of like, that to, that to me is, is I think that's true. I, I, I think that there's an extra layer of all that stuff, which makes it extra challenging. And I'm so...
0: It's until I decide that this ain't working for me no more. That, that's what it is. That's sim- and yes... That simple.
1: It, it's not working for me anymore.
0: No. I, see, I was about to say, yes, it's going to be difficult getting out of it. But what's more important, like, marriage... <sighs> um, let me see how I say this. Marriage is a paper. Marriage is a piece of paper. Okay? Um... So the, the more difficult part in for some folks is following that paperwork and getting out of it, depending on what state you're in and depending on, like I said, if you got kids or not, because then there are different uh, obstacles for that. But making the decision to choose yourself should not be that hard. I mean, yes, you can still love somebody. You can divorce somebody and still love them, but you have to love yourself first. And you were talking about seasons. So I guess it depends on what... what your what you consider a season to be and how long it takes for you to determine that this is not for me. But if things have been going on for the past six months and there looks like no hope of change, then why are we letting this continue for another six months? If you haven't shown me anything in the past six months, because let's say you give let's say you set a your own timer, right? Your own thing in your head like I'm gonna give this person 90 days. Like I'm gonna address my issues. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to do what we need to do to try to figure this out. And if after me talking to you and coming to you and telling you how I'm feeling, if I see no change, like six months goes by and I see no change, why am I going to stay another six months? Why am I going to give you another year? Why am I going to give you another two years in hopes that things will change? That makes no sense. Like, that's not what marriage is supposed to be about. If we're going to to blame marriage for the reason that it's harder to get out of it because you said I do who's in anywhere in those vows where does it say that i have to put up with this bullshit like who says that i have to not be happy in this marriage like i didn't say i do to that and if that if we get to that place where my needs are no longer being met and i'm not even seeing a glimpse of change from you that you're trying to do anything to assist with how i'm feeling
1: then why are we doing this in sickness and in health, for richer or for poor, to deaf, do you part? Aren't they... Isn't it ultimately saying, right, through the good and the bad, through the challenging and the easy? Yeah, but where
0: does that say that I have to be treated like... I mean, that I have to feel some type of way, that, that I'm getting a short end of the stick?
1: No, I, I so agree. I think... I, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't even finish. Lord, I'm having brain parts all episode. Mm-hmm. I agree with what you're saying. I think the part that throws me off when you speak when you with what you just said was the time limits. Six months, three months, 90 days. I'm just, I'm just
0: giving like, I mean, that's just, those are just examples. Like who knows how long you give somebody, right? Like, yeah,
1: yes, you don't know. But I think even sometimes setting that there's danger in even setting those timelines within yourself for change from someone else. A part of why I think that is because sometimes the issues that arise in marriages or relationships have happened, have been started a lot longer than the moment started before you recognized it so you so there there's something to be said for giving for just being more cautious or being more thoughtful giving extra leeway not putting arbitrary numbers on figuring it out I mean I think this comes back into like emotions oh I had this quote sorry this bit and then I'm gonna shut up because this quote actually may summarize what I was thinking it says emotions aren't a liability sometimes they tell you things hard evidence can't and so, to me, that's sort of where this comes into like you, you one plus one may not equal two, in this situation, as it relates to marriages and relationships. Right? There's a lot of things that aren't one plus one equals two. There's a lot of emotions, a lot of things that can't be verbalized. And so maybe it's that gut, that instinct, that moment. I, w- w- what you're speaking of, right? Like when you no longer can deal with it anymore, it's no longer, uh, it's no longer factual, right? Like that's not necessarily a something that's tangible. It's a feeling. It's a thought. It's an emotion. I think that's at least how I heard it what you were saying.
2: Um,
0: I was going to go back to something you said. I'm sorry, I was focused on something you were saying about the time limits. Because in my mind, you know, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, the lack of people setting boundaries and time limits is what keeps people mm. in in these mm. just... Um, oh, God. was These toxic relationships for years. Like, yes, we're going to go through things in marriage that may not get better over a 90 day period, but it depends on what those things are. But what I'm not willing to do is compromise who I am because you are going through something that you can't seem to get past. Like that's, that's not okay with me. Like I can stick by you through, you know, maybe losing your job. I can stick by you while you sick. You know what I'm saying? And I got to take care, um, got to take care of you. What is it? Rich or poor? You know, I don't even know. And I took those vows, sickness and health till death do us part. You know, like that's always the goal. I think that's the goal is to get to death do us part because you don't marry someone just because. I mean, with the thought of I'm gonna get them ninety days. You know, of this marriage, and then we'll see how things are. Like, no, you married them with the the thought of going to ninety. I mean, to for uh, death do us part. But then there are things that happen for some reason after you say I do. Shit just switches up. And there are things that it's just not okay. Like, I'm there are certain things that I'm just not okay with, and I'm not okay with accepting till death do us part. I'm not going to be miserable until the day I die. It makes me think, I mean, even that in saying that, it makes me think about, you know, people that I knew growing up, like the older people in our lives that were married. You know, my grandparents, I think, were married for like over 60 years. I can't count how many times my grandma told me that she should have left my granddaddy. You know what I mean? And that not to say that she didn't love him, but you know, that just goes to show times were different back then one and two women. I feel like didn't have the option to really give themselves a time limit like that back then, you know, divorce was frowned upon back then, which is why so many of our elders, our senior citizens, our grandparents and our great uncles and aunts and all of that stuff have been in toxic marriages for years because it was just looked at differently, you know, and I feel like we just, now we have the power and more, a more free will to be able to, again, set those limits and support much more support to set those limits, to set those boundaries and not accept bullshit just because we've said, I do. So, and I don't know how we got to talk about that. I don't know what this got to do with single life, but (laughs) to, to bring it all back in. Yes. Um, for me, yeah, I I, I, I agree with Nicole. I definitely understood where she was coming from as far as missing the single life. But what I would choose to do with that feeling uh, is to change my perspective on it and try to do things at home to make it give that single feeling again versus actually being single. Like, I'm not at that place where I want to be single. But I get missing the feeling of being single, if that makes sense. So,
1: yes. Yeah. The things that your spouse did for you, while you, the feeling that your spouse gave you while you two were single and courting each other. Mm-hmm. You ain't necessarily trying to get the same feelings from two jokers ago, right? Like, you want the, you want the single feeling. No, well,
0: no. well <laughs> no, no. Right, you
1: want the single feeling from, like, when you were dating and being courted by your spouse. The, my you spouse, know, the that you're right. With. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get to that. I didn't ask. I, I don't I didn't. My takeaway from what she was saying wasn't that she wanted to be single. and She even made that a point to make that known. And, and it was everything that you said. I, I found it interesting that they were having that com- that those were two couples having that conversation. Like she was actually open and honest like with her husband right next heard. to yes. her, and, and he you looked know.
0: like he was over it. I don't know. See, okay, he maybe he was like he over it. He I think like he wanted to be there. I think
1: there. I think they didn't had that conversation recently, or they didn't. Or that that conversation wasn't new to him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so he just knew to shut the fuck up because whatever he probably said the first time they had it. <laughs>
0: Or I was thinking, so I got more so the vibe that it's like a sore subject for him because he doesn't necessarily want to hear his wife say that she missed a single life.
1: Did you hear Charlamagne like talk about his it? Ego. No. Charlamagne said, "This is what I thought you were going with." He said, um, "She shouldn't. Have, why was she? Ha- pretty much, she shouldn't. Why was she having this conversation in public? Right? Why was she having this kind of conversation? Like, because the way he was looking was like, dang. Like, so why was she even like having this conversation on a public forum for a mad people to hear? Right? Like, this was almost like a conversation that she should have been having." with him single life you know da da, da, da. Mm. and i thought that Charlotte. was interesting too right like is was that the type of like is that the type of conversation that you just address to your partner with maybe your partner and your spouse is without the live stream
0: uh depends on you and your partner you know no, i mean true. but i you know i would respect their feelings either way you know if they didn't want me to do it i yeah. wouldn't do it but if that's they was true. cool with it yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't agree with Charlamagne. I actually didn't think there was anything wrong with that that conversation. To me, the honesty, Mm-mm. honesty save, yeah, honesty saves everybody. Time. How many times have we said that? So,
0: right. You know, sometimes the ego can just be bruised, and so hurt people <laughs> just don't know how to react to certain things. But yes. But anyway, so that is going to wrap up my perspective this week. That
1: was a good one. Yeah. That was yeah. We got a little friend. Okay. We, we got a little lovers and friends. Okay, Usher. And
0: tell me yes. Which I'm just gonna say this. Um, I don't like their new song. Like I'm not a fan of that sex beat shit. Like when people people's up <laughs> here talking about some Ursha John and Luda do it again. No, they didn't do it again. There will never be another lovers and friends. They did not do that again. And I don't even know what the hell Luda was talking about. Bye. Okay, um, so if you
1: heard it, so when you did you watch the the battle when it was going on?
0: Yeah, but I didn't hear it on the battle.
1: Okay, so when he brought the battle up, it did sound like, okay, mm hmm. I don't no. I mean, I like it. There is it's not lovers and friends. It's not. But I honest, but I, side note, sorry, so we could read this reflections. I read an article. I read something that said Lovers people thought lovers and friends was whack. Like there was a there was commentary that thought like Yeah was the pinnacle their peak, their best you know, trio song. They was it was sort of comical for lovers and friends, and so this one was just lovers
0: and friends. Was the sh- I forgot all about yeah. It. That's right, that's right. I knew there was okay, but lovers and friends. Mm, I'm about to listen to it now.
1: Because lovers and friends, you know, their peak. I mean, yeah, was their biggest song. I think lovers and friends only peaked to like three or eight or something. Mm-hmm.
0: In that's because so. white people listen to yeah. They was playing it in the club. They didn't put the techno behind it and shit. Like, <laughs> I can see that. That root. Okay, well, cut it anyway. <laughs> it's not.
1: <laughs> it just makes me think of the wave when you said that. Like
0: that just is the, the see. That's the same as they did with oh 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 oh, oh my god oh Uh-oh. that Usher song oh, oh yeah god, you didn't like it you didn't like words. it I mean yes but they played it out and that's because of the <laughs> blanks okay. <laughs> Well right. <laughs> Aaron, what are you looking forward to? Oh, man.
1: Um, I am looking... You know, okay, so I'm looking forward to actually bringing myself to watching the final episode of Ozark, season three. I'm looking forward to Insecure next week. I mm-hmm. am looking forward to... What that Lord, life is all about TV shows these days. <laughs> is that what I'm looking I mean, forward?
0: I what else are you looking forward to? <laughs> I'm... Not leaving out the house. So I've
1: discovered, I don't know if I've talked about some of this on this podcast, but Ashley knows. I've discovered Facebook dating. And so it's, oh, <laughs> i so we sort of talked about this lack of interest too. I just don't be having it, man. I get up there, I'm, I have a hype for 2.2 seconds and I don't have it for a lot longer. So it could be weeks and days before I respond to something if someone's reaching really out to me. Anyway, I'm sort of looking forward to checking in on that. Right. Hey. This could be good for some quarantine, quarantine, relationship building sure. stuff <laughs> that could satisfy, you know, I was telling Doug this sex is sex is important. You know, sex is good for the human body, good for your health. And so as much as you could want to be single, there's a, OK, listen, now, sometimes you it, shit don't always hit until it needs to hit. so so sometimes so while you can want to be single and not want to deal with anyone and want to go home to yourself every night there's something to be said for that intimacy with someone else that needs to be explored and so that's all i'm gonna say about that and so yeah anyway i said that to say you know tapping into like building and meeting new people but also like i can do it from the comfort of my bed which means when i'm done talking to you i don't have to do it anymore that's what i'm looking forward to exploring that and seeing all that goes
0: Okay, let me know how that goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you'll know <laughs> when I tell you what should I say to such and such. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: ah, okay, what are you looking forward to?
0: I'm looking forward to the next uh, happy hour on the house party app. So um, we all got together, I think it was on Friday, last Friday, for happy hour. and. Um, was It was uh, me, CC, BB, Erica, and B Mom. And and Twin was up there. And we started around like four something. And we did not get off the jank to like 10 something at night. It was really good. Like, that was just, that was really fun. Just drinking and talking and just hearing some real shit. Like, yes. Um, So I am looking forward to the next one of those because that was fun. So maybe this Friday. Um, and I'm also looking forward to getting some Krispy Kreme donuts because I've been craving Krispy Kreme donuts for like the past month. So I think this weekend I'm actually going to, you know, brave it, put on my face mask and go out there and order me a glazed dozen.
1: Are they open down there?
0: Yes, they still open. Don't jinx me now because if I miss them donuts, uh, here I go, sign a fat on the podcast again. Anyway, so yes. <sighs> That is what I'm looking forward to. And reflections. Do you have any reflections?
1: <laughs> no. I only
0: have one. No, you don't have any? I don't
1: think oh. so. And um, I just listened to that episode. Go ahead. No.
0: Oh, I don't. Okay. So the only one I got was, um, I got mad all over again, listening to you under my skin about the lady in line. <laughs> <sighs> I got so like. I was listening to it again I was like, why the fuck can you say something? Like, nah, nah. You gon you gonna respect my place in line because times is mm 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 mm. But you know, don't trip. God ain't through with me yet. So Don't rush. I'm working. You. I'm working on myself. But yes. But that, that that was the only reflection I had that I can remember. That I wrote down. Who knows what I did with the others. They somewhere in my mind. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Well, oh, that wait, is and shout like... out
1: to shout out to your sister for editing the video. Thank. Let me say it. Oh I, yes. I I to her, so thank you. Thank, thank
0: you. you, y'all. My sister, she is gonna be famous one day. I wasn't talking and to mic like, when I, I said that, me. so
1: I hope she heard me. <laughs>
0: sure. Oh, I'll well, let her know. And she already told me. Well, she already said um, something about when she get famous. She already knows all her cousins, so don't come asking for money or something. When <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was weak. I can still see her um, saying that for real though. But yes. uh, So thanks, Courtney. And I'll let her know to listen to this part. All right, guys, that's going to end this week's episode. Again, we really appreciate you guys listening in with us and sticking in there with us every week. We definitely hope all you guys are being safe. And if you want to reach out to us to let us know what you're doing while on quarantine or which one of you. Our shows is your favorite. Yes, threw that out there. Please find us on Instagram at perspective underscore underscore. You can email us, aperspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A perspective with Aaron and Ashley.
1: And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We, again, genuinely appreciate the support that you give us. And it's because you all continue to tell five people and tell them to tell five people who probably tell them to tell five people that our audience continues to grow. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, we hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your perspective,
1: you can change your outcome.
0: A Bye. Mm-hmm. ba da wash your hands I thought you was gonna do it yeah <laughs> <laughs>